stories, spirituality, pathways, and aliens. You're here on The Long Road Home. Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm Chad. And I'm Emily. Welcome to another Long Road Home Minisode. Minisode, just a regular minisode. Just a regular old minisode. Yeah. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week wherever you are. Guys, it's one week away. Disclosure. You guys, it's coming. One week. Holy shit. I can't wait. I want to know what they're going to tell us. I would imagine it's all going to be bullshit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, like, I 100% think that they're going to release just like pages and pages and pages of bullshit and there's just gonna be like little nuggets tucked in and here and there but yeah we talked about that briefly we last did. time and you're, I, th- I totally agree with you i think whatever's in there it's gonna be very hard to decipher yeah but i also think that there's a lot of keyboard warriors at the ready waiting for next tuesday to come so yeah it's yeah, coming but it's, it's coming, coming fast it's coming hard i feel like i saw another alien story not in the news, maybe on TikTok or something. I'll have to look it up and see if I can throw it in the Discord. But I feel like, I, I bet you even this week we'll see some stuff. Yeah, it's coming out every single day and no mm-hmm. one seems to give a fuck. But honestly, why would we? Uh, if aliens came and blew us up tomorrow, I wouldn't care. <laughs> I would. I wonder, I don't know. I wonder if it's going to be like that movie that we watched last night. Yeah, we watched uh, Save Yourselves last night in Great preparation movie. of an alien invasion. So, yeah. yeah, it's really good. Preparation. Yeah, we were getting ready. Uh, <laughs> Just taking notes, you know. Yeah, it's very. It was fun. It was. It was a fun little jaunt. It was a fun movie and an interesting take on like what an alien invasion could look like. For yeah, sure. it just wants you to get off your phone and then yeah. get back on it immediately because you've made a grim mistake. That was definitely like a core message. Was like get off your phone. Yeah, well, kind of pay attention. Um, it was a little bit. I'm not. It wasn't the whole time though. No, it, was it like, wasn't. It was like initially it was good that they got off their phones, but then it was bad. Then it was We're bad. going to spoil it for you guys, but yeah, it's a lot of phone-based humor. I don't know. There was. There was a <laughs> lot of poking at millennials for sure, but it was like a, it was a fun poke. Yeah. It no. was like a <laughs> I agree. stop it kind of a poke. Yeah, like <laughs> this is so true. It hurts my fucking heart. Yeah. Oh man, everything's really not that great yeah. going on. This is what's loved, giving me laughs. Oh I man. I love their conversation around guns because I feel like we definitely know people that would like in the middle of an alien invasion be like okay but we have to hide the bullets away yes. from the gun because more people get we injured <laughs> they, they got a lot of stats that good was for pretty, them I that guess. was pretty good i feel yeah. like that was spot on it was yeah go give it a go yeah go and get ready like i said uh get yeah. your tinfoil hats out it's a week away it's a week away yes the alien the um ufo uap release is a week away in the meantime in preparation go check out uh save yourselves on hulu yeah. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm fucking ready. I'm ready too. I yeah. want to know the truth. I want to know. I know what I saw. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and get started. So this week I've only yeah, got- Yeah, speaking I've of got, truths, what else? What other truths are you spitting today? I have a much uh, shorter- I've only got a couple of things for you today. Uh, we're going to talk uh, a little bit more in depth about one of these articles because it's one of my favorite mysteries of all time. So Ooh, this is revol- hype is this real. is yes, it is. This involves the Somerton man. I don't know if you know who that is, Emily. So the Somerton man is one of my favorite mysteries. Yes, I know the Somerton man. The Somerton man. The Somerton man. Do you <laughs> know the Somerton man who lives on Drury Lane? It's not that happy of a story, but no, I, I know. It's uh, like the pep. <laughs> so both of our articles come from theguardian.com today. This one is titled "Remains of Mystery Somerton Man Exhumed 70 Years After His Death." 
So what? because of renewed public interest, I'm sure because of all the podcasts and the internet and stuff, the interest is renewed into who this man was. And so they have exhumed him. This happened uh, a couple of days ago, and they actually they got to it. They, there were bones. I don't know how much other stuff was in that casket, but they had pulled him out. They're going to be doing some DNA testing on him. No way. Yep. That's super cool. That's wild. That's so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, this the, the man's body was found in 1948 on the 1st of December on summer. Beach in South Australia. I think it was in Adelaide. And no one knows who he was uh, to this day. No one has any idea who he was or how he died, really. So the man was first found by passersby on the beach. He was just, he slumped up against the seawall, right? He looked like he was maybe really drunk, and so they just sort of walked by him. Yeah. Uh, they later found out that he had, in fact, died, and he was just sitting there dead on the, on the beach. Uh, the cause of death still is totally unknown, and there's a lot of really crazy theories about who he was they think that there's a there's a chance that he could have been a cold war spy mm-hmm. he could have just been a jilted lover someone who uh, possibly had had some sort of a romantic encounter someone that he couldn't be with he killed himself something but like that but it's so weird because of all the little details like the tags of his clothing being removed yeah and shit. the tags of so later they found a suitcase near the train station and inside that suitcase there were items of clothing with tags removed there was incoherent writing believed to be a code which I'm going to post in our discord <gasps> And there's also, yeah, and there's a poetry book of the Rubiat of Omar Khayyam, I think is how you say that. And there was a torn scrap of paper with the Persian words, Tamam Shud, meaning it is finished, in a little pocket that was sewn into his uh, jacket. Like a secret pocket. Yeah, so very, very weird What was finished? What no was clue. Done? And there, there's so much more that goes into that story, but the guys just never. I mean, we could do a whole episode on it. Yeah, we might, because I'd like to. I, there's, there's so, so much that has went into this guy's story, and no one still to this day knows who he is. But um, yeah, so they pulled him out of the ground, and they're going to be doing some DNA testing on this guy, and they're going to. It's like just because it's leaps and bounds, right? Since yeah. The, the technology has improved so much since he died. And what and year so, again was that? Like in the 40s, right? Yeah, it was 1948 is wow. when he was found. That's so crazy that it's like, what, 60 years later? Yeah, I hope they can figure out who he is because I'm, I, I mean, I've always wondered. Me too. Uh, it gives me, this case for some reason gives me the heebie jeebies for some reason as well. I don't know necessarily why. It's because very it's, creepy. It's so strange to know that somebody could just, like, he, his body was in an open area. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't hidden. No, right? not so, at all. So you would hope that once your body is found, that, like, people would be able to know what happened to you. You know what I mean? Like the fact that we never found out who he was, nobody ever claimed him. I think that's why it gives me the heebie-jeebies is because it's like all he was all alone in the world. Yeah, he was very much. And I, it, that is very one of the strangest parts to me. The fact that like no one ever came forward and was like, I knew who this man or was. Or I know somebody that was missing. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? There's a couple of like individuals who hint at different things that right. maybe he was someone's lover or maybe he was a spy. Right. There's Isn't reasons there, there's for like those There's like a woman theories. that was involved in the story, wasn't yes, there? Yes, there yeah. was. And like like I said, this is not a full-length episode on the Summerton Man. So but we're not going to go into a, yeah. into a lot about that. But yeah, the dude is, uh, hopefully they're going to figure out who he was. I, I think he's a fucking spy. Oh, I think so too. I think that, I mean, with the code and the it is done message and the removal of clothes, wasn't there something with his fingerprints too? Like it his all just- Yeah, so he had a couple of genetic deficiencies as well. Um, not deficiencies, but abnormalities. Mm. Um, something to do with his uh, his teeth, his ears. Uh, he, he had a genetic problem with his teeth that only 2% of the population has. Um, so there's all these strange little things about him that just, they don't add up to the whole story. 
and I just am dying to know what happened. And we'll, we'll never know the full story, right? But they, they might be able to find, like, an, a relative or something, and they can pull their teeth until they tell us what happened. Yeah, let it, tell us. Tell mm. us now. Yes, um, please. So crazy, though. I would never have thought that we would have an update on that story. I know. I thought that was just kind of one that was just a mystery. I think we can thank the internet for this one just because uh, just how popular this, this mysteries are on the internet. People love them, right? And I so, feel like most true crime podcasts that I have listened to have covered that that story. Yeah, it's Last almost pod, like a classic. You gotta do it. Yeah, yeah totally. Any cool oh, podcast man. is doing it. I guess it's time for us to step up, huh, Chad? Yeah, we're gonna, I would love to we're do, gonna a, do a it. We're gonna do it. We gotta do that on one and the Dyatlov. Yes, and Dyatlov mm-hmm. is the top, top tier mysteries totally. of the world. Classic, classic mysteries. I'm yeah. excited to get an update. I am too. And forensic science, uh, it's SA. I don't know what that stands for. Uh, SA assistant director Ann Coxon said modern technology was light years ahead of the techniques available when the body was discovered in the late 1940s. Tests of this nature are often highly complex and will take time, she said. However, yeah. we will be using every method at our disposal to try and bring closure to this enduring mystery. All right. We're tuned in. We'll uh, keep yeah. y'all posted. I'm going to keep my fucking eyes peeled on this story because as soon as they find out, I'm going to be on it. And I want to know what happened. But yeah, so that's what's going on in Australia these days. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah, Who would have cool. thunk it? But yeah, so that's what's going on in Australia, guys. The Somerton man has been exhumed. Hopefully, we will know something very soon. Okay, so I do have one other story, and this is something that it's not so much a mystery as it is super interesting to me. This is also from The Guardian. Like I said, John Steinbeck's estate urged to let world read his shunned werewolf novel. (gasps) What? Yeah. What is happening? We are exhuming. We are just like reviving history It's so cool. John Steinbeck wrote The Grapes of Wrath. If you don't know who he is, an unbelievably famous man now. Uh, it's a classic book that you got to read in high school. But at some point, according to this story, years before becoming one of America's most celebrated authors, John Steinbeck wrote at least three novels which were never published. Two of them were destroyed by the young writer as he struggled to make his name. But a third, a full-length mystery werewolf sto- story entitled Murder at Full Moon, has survived unseen in an archive ever since being rejected for publication in 1930. So it has just been sitting somewhere completely untouched. No one's done anything with it. It's crazy. That is so cool. It's awesome. Give it now. I want it. I would love Seriously. a new werewolf story. How fucking cool would Wait, that be? It's John Steinbeck. Like, yeah. what? That's I, it so would be cool. Good. I think so. Uh, it's a shame he ripped the other two stories up as well. You know, that's not uh, artists, writers, creators, whatever, whatever you claim yourself to be. Don't rip up your work, guys. Let it just be. And once it's there, just keep it because it could come in handy later down the road. Yeah, believe in yourself. You absolutely should. Only you never you know. can make the stuff that you make. So yeah. make it and love it. Exactly. Only a small popu- po- percentage of the population has to enjoy what you're doing to make it a living career. So just keep mm. that in mind. Not everyone's opinion matters. So just enjoy That's your work. That's why we're here. Appreciate That's why it. we're doing <laughs> yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got that little tiny sliver, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. We love our just listeners. Thank making. you. We do. We love you guys. So, let's see. Da, da, da. A British academic is calling for the Steinbeck estate to finally allow the publication of the work written almost a decade before masterpieces such as The Grapes of Wrath. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's a, it's about the Great Depression, the struggles of migrant farm workers. I Honestly, I never read it. Sorry, John Steinbeck. Didn't he also write Of Mice and Men? Yes, he did. That's a classic. Uh-huh. So, um, also question, didn't something very similar to this just happen to Harper Lee? 
Yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah, uh-huh. and it worked out for the, for Harper. So let's um let's roll out that John Steinbeck, please, and thank you. Well, this guy would agree with you. Uh, This is Professor Gavin Jones, a specialist in American literature at Stanford University. He says there would be a huge public interest in a totally unknown werewolf novel by one of the best-known, most-read American writers of the 20th century. He's not wrong. I want more spooky novels. Don't mind me. I'm over here just um, admiring some of John Steinbeck's other works, like his face. Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) He is a handsome man. Look at that. Yeah. Looking, honestly, not bad. He's a good-looking man. Yeah. He looks like a modern man. Yeah, he does. He looks like he he gets sad and drinks a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely got that, like, writer's look. But he's handsome. The original sad boys. Yes, exactly. Man, that's what... They are the original sad boys. You know what? I'm making a sad boys club. It's official. Let's do Me it. and John Steinbeck and whoever else wants to join, it. you can join sad boys club. Thanks. Yeah, so we'll, we'll make some mugs. Okay. So, apparently, though, this book is 233 pages long. Wow. It's been stored in the vast archives of the Harry Ransom Center at the University of Texas in Austin after Steinbeck's unsuccessful attempt to have it published more than 90 years ago. So, so long ago. So, we do have a little bit of, like, setting and story from this book. Uh, it's set in a fictional Californian coastal town. Murder at Full Moon tells the story of a community gripped by fear after a series of gruesome murders takes place under a full moon. Mm. Investigators fear that a supernatural monster has emerged from the nearby marshes. Its characters include a cub reporter, a mysterious man who runs a local gun club, and an eccentric amateur sleuth who sets out to solve the crime using techniques based on his obsession with pulp detective fiction. That sounds fucking awesome. Ah, I'm on board. Let's do it. 100%. The typescript even has two illustrations by Steinbeck. They depict the floor plan plan of the building where the murders took place including the victims bodies in the book these are drawings made by one of the characters trying to solve the murders apparently he wrote this one under a pen name peter Pym. so uh jones the guy we talked about a second ago he says that even though it's very different from steinbeck's other work in a totally different genre it actually relates to his interest in violent human transformation the kind of human animal connection that you find all over his work his interest in mob violence and how humans are capable of other states of being including particularly violent murderers it's certainly not steinbeck the realist but it is steinbeck the naturalist interested in human nature it's a horror pot boiler which is why i think readers would find it more interesting than a typical steinbeck it's a whole new steinbeck one that predicts californian noir detective fiction it is an unsettling story whose atmosphere is one of fog-bound malicious malignant secrecy Ooh. man please release this book Give john steinbeck's family now uh, can we sign the petition holding- <laughs> yeah, just, we we have fifty people to we sign this. Can you signatures. please give us the book now? <laughs> oh, petitions—they don't do anything anymore. You don't know that, Chad. <laughs> the internet eats those up and grinds Change. them out and changes org, the name. Chad, and, oh, Chad. Whoever made that website's rolling in ad money and not doing anything else. Please, oh, John. They are Dark sitting world. on a gym, and I want to read this book really, really bad. So, John Steinbeck. Ghost, if you're out there listening, convince your family, please let us read your werewolf book because I love cryptids and I love uh, the Wolfman and all those old classic like uh, monster movies and stuff like that. And even the Benicio Del Toro Wolfman movie was really good. And we haven't had a lot of Wolfman stuff since then. So this would be a great, I mean, honestly, God tier addition to what we've already got. So please, please let us read this book. 
All right, guys. I know that's not as much as I usually have for you, but these two stories really caught my eye, and I thought they were both super-duper cool. So why throw another janky story into these two awesome ones? So I really hope that I can read this book. I really hope the Summerton man's DNA pulls up something. that I would love to know more about both of these things. Yeah, I'm like on the edge of my seat. I wish that we had updates on them right now, but I guess we just kind of have to wait in real time. Yeah, that sounds about right. That werewolf book I'm so interested in. Just the description itself has me because I'm a sucker for dark, foggy, mysterious towns and books. Right. Those are some of my favorite. I'm a Stephen King fan. He's he's uh, the new god to me. So I really like that kind of work. I think, I think it would be really, really cool to read this. Yeah, definitely in like his voice too, which would be super interesting. And yeah, I mean the Summerton man as well. Like I want to know now. Yes, yeah, honestly, like, I'm sure it'll be like a few months before we hear anything. Yeah, right. Probably, like, probably. how long does DNA take? I just depends. It depends on how quickly they're able to get it. I mean, and they're they, getting it from the exhumed body, are, so it's more just about they might processing have to, it. It's about the process. I'm sure it's about finding like viable DNA as well, whether or not they can find some on the first go or not. Really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sometimes it's harder than it looks to pull DNA out of old dead people. Out of your bones. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, I'll be curious to see how that one shakes out. And I did want to say, well, that's it for our mini sode. Uh, we had a couple other stories that we talked about in our Discord this week. So, if you're yeah, we did. If you're in the Discord, hop over to Weird News and chat with us about some of the stuff that's been going on. Please. Like the Latter Day Saints making bank off of GameStop. <laughs> yes, yeah, some ridiculous stories, some more yeah, serious come, ones. Come on and there. talk to us about we're it. We're slowly accruing stories that we're going to end up using for our minisodes over there. But you can go take a look at them now and get an opinion for yourself before we start chattering about them. Honestly, though, a good John Steinbeck werewolf novel would probably catch the interest of a bunch of teenagers way more than like The Grapes of Wrath would. I think those are the kinds of books that we should be inter- we should be introducing people as they are teenagers into reading more advanced stuff with books like that instead of things that are maybe a little just drier really yeah definitely that maybe you don't you won't appreciate until you're older like on but we were just uh, we were talking earlier the great gatsby we both love the great gatsby yeah it was uh, i really enjoyed that book while i was in high school but you know I think, what one i really enjoyed what the scarlet letter we didn't read the scarlet letter because what? i was down in the south you were, it was probably i was in north carolina too yeah but i was in the mountains yeah i was in and the city. they probably didn't appreciate anything that wasn't uh, a white man I, I actually really love the Scarlet Letter, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I think that like if we were to do something a little more interesting, like you got to keep them like werewolves you got to. or Dracula, Dracula or yeah. something. Reading's um, cool as fuck, and if you don't think so, you can fuck right off. That's that's my opinion. Yeah, I think you're listening to the wrong podcast if you don't like reading. I agree. Emily's a little more docile about it, but I will fight you. <laughs> I will fight you. All right. Anyway. Yeah, that's it for this episode, guys. Please, if you're not in our Discord, go join it right now. Uh, We post all of our source links for the material we use during our episodes. We post funny memes, weird news like we mentioned earlier. And honestly, it's a little quiet in there. You guys are some quiet mice that are chilling in there, but we appreciate you being around, and I hope you're looking at the content and enjoying it. But please join, and if you want to talk, please do. I am in there all the time. Emily flits about in there occasionally. I do. Hey. I have ADHD, bro. I'm trying. But we want to talk. We want to answer your questions. We want you to, you know, allow us 
entry into your lives and share your scary stories with us. We would love those things. And so you can do that by joining the Discord. You can find the link to that in our Instagram. I was going to say Instagram and Twitter, but I just deleted my Twitter because that place is a cesspool. And honestly, it was not worth it. Twitter can get fucked. Yeah, until someone messages me and is like, why the fuck aren't you on Twitter? I'm not going to be, I'm deleting our Twitter. Twitter no Basically, yeah, I might just deactivate it so no one can steal my name. But it's not going to be there anymore, so you can find the Discord link on Instagram at the underscore LRH underscore pod. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the LRH pod, and you can reach us via email at the LRH show at gmail.com. That's the LRH show at gmail.com. If you want to contribute to the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the LRH podcast. We're going to be starting something next month specifically for our patrons, and I'm pretty excited about yeah. it. So uh, if you are, you are one of our patrons and you're listening, we got something fun coming for you next month. And uh, yeah, we love you guys. Thanks so much for supporting us. And that's the show. Oh, that? wait, no. No, it's not. I always forget this part. Also, go over to YouTube. YouTube. Like and subscribe. Help us get some eyes over there. And whatever your platform you're listening to us on, please, if you can, give us a rating and a review. I know you're listening on Apple right now. I know you can press that five-star button. It's all it takes. Just click it. God, Just give a little tap, I do tap for anything for that, for that button, man. <laughs> I really would. You just tell me what. He's not lying. So go give us a, some reviews, guys. That would be I love wonderful. how we always forget about YouTube because we just never were YouTube people, but it's no. like still definitely a, a big part of. Yeah, we get we get some listens on there still, and like uh, I think there's a group of people that just that's what they listen to stuff on. I so know, I know. It's so interesting. Like to me. I know, if you're I know on YouTube, YouTube hi. People, I know YouTube people. I just never, I never got there. I yeah. never like figured it out. No, but they they exist, and we we salute you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right, everybody. That's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And girls, we'll be back later this week with a regular full-length episode. But until then, thanks for joining us on The The Long Long Road Road Home. Home. We'll see you guys later this week. Have a great day doing whatever you're doing. Bye, everybody.